Good morning and welcome to Better Thyself segment of Dr. Lambert's Awakening Hour. We all experience difficult struggles in our lives every day. People disagree at home, in family, at work, in projects, in fact everywhere. And we encounter setbacks with their goals. But then we forget that it's our beliefs, our values, our language that determines whether we are successful or not. So we have to start that's a million dollar question faces everyone. Why to understand five mantras which I'm going to tell you. And if you adopt them, if you practice them and sincerely believe them, you would find they'll change your life for the better. Over the three years I've lived a biblical lifestyle now, force course, and I've seen that how quickly the human beings rebound from the trials and tribulations, from difficulties and from the failures. And that I've also seen is directly related to our beliefs and values that we have in ourselves and in our lives as well as how we speak to ourselves. Social conversation, we are all adapted, but when we talk to ourselves, assess ourselves, then we are not very honest, believing, saying, and practicing these mantras which I'm going to talk about. And they are nothing new or novel. You know them. We have been talking about them, but you sincerely implement them and you will find that you will be able to recover from any challenge. The first mantra, believe, I can do this, things will work out. Whenever you experience any setback or failure, it's tempting to start to doubt yourself, doubt your capabilities, doubt your qualifications, doubt your merits. No. The whole feeling can start to snowball and can create a domino effect in your life. So one failure, don't let it become a rolling ball going down the hill. No. Start be focusing on that one client you didn't sign, that one deal that didn't go through, that one failure which was just happened. And begin to conclude. Now there are two ways. You can conclude maybe I'm not just right for the job or you can conclude maybe I shouldn't have been doing that. And that in fact sends you into imposter syndrome. It's a negative feeling. And unfortunately that's what people often think and that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Why you start saying, I'm not fit for the job, maybe I didn't do it properly, then you are not fit for the job. So you have to avoid that and say, yes, I can do it. The negative feeling will cause more failures and you will feel vindicated 
which will lead to the next domino effect. The same way the domino effect is here when you have a negative thought, this also works the other way up. Well, I feel, what can I learn from this? How can I use it to make myself and my performance better? Don't think along one thing that didn't work out. Instead of refocus on the things that are going well. If you have been failing in one, maybe you have been successful in ten others. So focus on them. And the more you believe in yourself, the more faith you have in yourself, the sooner and the better way you shall rebound from your setbacks. And when you believe that things will work out, they usually do. I'll do it, you'll be able to do it, believe me. And that is especially so when you are dedicating consistent efforts to the goals. So continue to take steps towards them, no matter what happens. So this is the first mantra, I can do it, I'll do it. The second mantra, the past doesn't matter. Let the past bury its dead. I can let things go. Buddha also said at one place, all things pass away. If good things didn't happen, bad things also wouldn't happen. Whether you feel harm, whether you feel hurt, is a myth. You tend to hang on for a longer than you should. That's a problem. Let the thing be buried. The past is written, it can't be changed. So why bother something? You know, I've been chronically sick for about five years, six years now. And the people say that you are still working and you don't feel bad. I said, why? I should worry about the things which I can control. A thing which I cannot control. Why should I worry about that? That is the same with the past. You can't control the past. Forget it. That's why you say, let the past remain buried. If you are reflecting on the past to help you learn from the mistakes, that's fine. That's great. So learn from the mistake, find the lessons, and then move on with the new insight and wisdom, but don't just keep on mumbling what has happened. What happens is that you don't often look at the past to guide you. You look back and then dwell. Keep on dwelling that. Why did I do this? Why did it happen because I'm... No. That is sticking yourself in the mud. Rehashing what didn't go your way, are waiting for something else that you should have done. I should have said that. I should have done that. Never serves you. Very rarely serves you. So don't do that. Your brains cannot focus on two disparate things at one time. So you're looking at the negative, your positive would not come. So any time you are ruminating on the past, you are very rarely focusing on what you can control in the present and how excited you are for the future. By dwelling on the past, you are spoiling your present and also possibly your future. So instead of making a conscious decision to forgive others and yourself for mistakes, forget it. 
I know people come to me and they say, well, it's so hard to get over this. Why should it be hard? Simple. There was a decade in my house, housebury. We lost goods worth more than $50,000. And the friend would come and commiserate and feel bad. And I tell them what? It has happened, it has happened. It's an accident of life. And my wife still went ahead. She said, look here, it's good that we were not at home when it happened. We might have been harmed. We might have been injured. It might have been a break-in and killing. So look at the positive side. It's, I know it's hard to get over it, but you've got to develop that attitude. And then I can guarantee you that you do have a choice in that. Choose to focus your conscious energy on what you are trying to be today and you would try to be in future. And as soon as that second is over, forget it. Third mantra. I'm sorry, I'll fix it. You have done something wrong, you change. You mistake, period. No further serious continuous apology. And then commitment, I'll fix this. When you have experienced conflict with someone, some problem, some human being, it's not always easy to take accountability. I know that. You refuse to take responsibility and focus on that part of the situation where you can mend it. So you like to focus on what has been done to you instead. Instead of focusing on what you have done, you want to do, well, I have been hurt, forgetting that you have hurt someone. We very often say, this wasn't my fault. Now, shifting blames is the worst thing you can do. Don't forget, buck stops here. Take responsibility. Assigning blame elsewhere can make you feel good because this takes you out of the hot seat and help you feel that your reactions are justified. It might make you feel good for some time, but it doesn't serve you. But if you have got the courage, the integrity, the honesty, the authenticity to say, you are right, I did that. I should not have done it, I'm sorry. But then, here's what I'm going to do, it, set it right. This commitment to set it right would put you on a road to success, put you on a road to be a better human being, better performer. So that's what the attitude you should have. It's an attitudinal change. It's a vision change. And when you do that, a few things would happen. First, other people will start respecting you more. They'll say, well, this man is honest. He has authenticity, A, and he has a moral courage to admit he did something wrong. Second, you pull yourself back into the circle of the control. When you say you didn't do it, you are out of the circle. When you say, yes, you did it, you did it wrong, you are sorry, but you are going to set it right. You are back in that circle. And you can identify the action to tackle the situation, to improve things. Thirdly, 
you lead by example and show others what it looks like to do it. You become a role model. Maybe people will take you as a mentor. The result, you improve the situation much faster and you create a brand and a reputation for taking ownership, taking responsibility. If you can say the buck stops here, yes, I'm responsible and I will not let anybody take away my responsibility, even if it's a failure, I'll try to set it right. Yes, I'll do it. I can do it. The first mantra, not mop about it, the second mantra, but do it. And the fourth mantra, you are a human being, don't forget that. And there are times when you need help, so don't feel shy. The four mantra is need help. I know it is very scary and many times you think it's humiliating to ask for help. All of you feel that you are capable and successful, you should figure out how to do it for yourself. It's nice to feel strong, but asking for help can not make you weak. No, you see, you are a human being. As a matter of fact, would you believe if I were to tell you that the stronger you are, the more capable you are of asking for help. Weak people don't ask for help because they're afraid. Strong people, sure of themselves, sure of their capabilities, of the strength, they say, okay, this is the chink in my armor, so let me seek help here. And then, don't forget, Rome was not built in one day. I changed that statement and say, Rome was not built by one person. Most people enjoy being asked for help and they're waiting for you to ask them to give you help and they'll help you sincerely. So, don't be afraid to find others around you who are better at something than you are, who have better strengths, who have better ideas, especially in the areas where you lack. So why not leverage that strength? It adds to your strength. One and one makes eleven, they say. So you don't have to do it all yourself. Find people you admire, but here you have to be careful. You should seek help from the really knowledgeable people and the people you can trust. Otherwise, they might exploit you. As a matter, this is the process of building great relationships. And it's actually what great leaders and the professionals do. I can tell you, one should never feel shy of asking for help. And you might have seen, even on Facebook, you know, when I have a problem, I'm not technically very capable, so I asked my friends, okay, come and help me. With that, come, set my computer right, fine. I don't have that strength. I have my own strengths, but I may not have those strengths which people have. And the fifth mantra is a lie to the other mantra, take responsibility. But here it is being human. I made a mistake, that's okay. Well, I made a mistake, fine. You see, most of the human beings fear failure. We think success and failure are diametrically opposed. No. Fail, fail, <coughs> failure is a part of success. Don't forget that. It's not antithetical to success. It's not opposed to success. It's a part of success. 
and you have seen great example of the highly successful people who didn't struggle greatly or make errors numerous times in the journey. Look at Edison. How long did he work before he came up with a bus? When you embrace mistakes, you try to enjoy the journey far more. Mistakes often mean you are experimenting. They also mean you are trying something new which puts you out of your comfort zone and makes you learn. If you don't make a mistake, you won't learn. So make think mistake to be part of it. But admit it. I know it's difficult, but be willing to be uncomfortable in trying new things, regardless of how poorly you might perform in the beginning. Plan to struggle and embrace the struggle when you do. When you do that, you begin a process of growth and change. It's hard to grow without feeling uncomfortable, making mistakes and having a few failures. If you really want to evolve, get comfortable with these things. And sooner you can adopt that mindset, the better you will advance. And better you will feel doing something difficult, challenging. You are climbing the mountains, you need help from other people. But you have got to see that if you are falling into abyss, you don't do that. So these five mantras, if you adopt them and make a part of your life, not just say them, but implement them, practice them, you would find your life, your performance to be much better. And that will make you a much better, as I said, human being, much better performer, and that's what you want to be. Thank you.